Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. While you're in sunny Florida, be sure to visit... Orlando! Enter into a world of epic adventure. Hello and welcome to Warlando. This is Adam, and with us, as always, is... Nicholas. Yes, and tonight we have a very special guest returning victorious from the Age of Sigmar tournament at the Nova Open. The one, the only, Mr. William Sohaili. Woohoo! <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> Congratulations on your win. Oh, thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. it it's... Uh... It's been days and night, I can't sleep, and then finally I, I got it back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, after last year. I know. Was it was it a good feeling to return victorious? Oh, it was it was definitely amazing. But um I should tell you this one story though. Um I guess for, for people out there who's listening, I'm I'm, I'm sorry, Chuck. Uh, Chuck Morris, the TO. And uh, what what happened this year was um when when they tell out who the winner was, I didn't win again. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so, what? Uh, <laughs> They, they messed up the pairings, and uh, somehow I got into third place again, and so I almost didn't win again, so I'm really, really happy and excited I finally get to win this event. <laughs> yeah, what exactly happened? So I think they messed up the overall score again, because remember last year I was talking about the painting scores? Yeah. And uh, this year, I actually made sure that you know, like my list and my army was painted up to standard that they were looking for, and again, this year, I also made sure that I get maximum full points on my painting, my hobby events, my objective events. And I guess even after everything's maxed up, I guess um, one of the BCP pairings was messed up. And, and so I think someone else was uh, becoming one of the first place. And, you know, after, after you know, they give out all the prizes, after all the podiums, after they give out, you know, oh, those are the people who win. And we all went up and, and we were like, how come you didn't win again this year? <laughs> I have a lot of people messaging me on Facebook too, and they you seriously didn't win again? And, and I was like, yeah, I just didn't. <laughs> so we all went to the TO, and then we, we fixed it up, and then thank God I finally won. <laughs> Man, like, like, but, like uh, what's the deal? Like, I know, it, it was, it was, oof. <laughs> yeah, how, I guess I'm having a hard time, like, trying to figure out, like, how, how they, uh, how they can let something like that happened twice um i'm not sure either i guess um well, well, well they're saying there's a technical difficulties with the best coast pairing or something like that oh um they're actually using an I, app for it yeah yeah they, they were using that and and, and even then that that's it, like i don't know <laughs> I'll, I'll uh well but but they handle it pretty well yeah and and, and w w one thing that's totally different from last year was you know at, at last year I, I feel like they did it wrong, but they didn't change it. But this year, you know, like they actually listened to us and they make sure, you know, all, all the stuff that's wrong, now it's changed. Because, you know, it, it, it sucks to win and not to get anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like, uh, there's a saying um, that, uh, that uh, like I play basketball with some, uh, some people here in town like every week. And huh? there's this, there's a saying that, you know, like as you're playing basketball and there's a foul or somebody calls like a, you know, like you carried the ball or double dribble or something like that. Then, yeah. um, then, uh, they, uh, and if it's a bad call, the next play, if you get the ball back and score or, 
they say I know this phrase. The ball doesn't lie. Oh, I always heard game don't lie. Okay, so they but, say you know. So what they say here is uh, the ball don't lie. Yeah, and it's kind of just you know that's what I wanted to say when I first heard you win. I was like, I was like, all right, William, the ball don't lie. Like second time coming back for another win. Know, right? You know, like back prove back. it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like it's, I almost cried before I tell you again because I thought I didn't win again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, that's a lot to oh, put you well, through. Luckily, and then, you know, they, they settle it for good, you know. Yeah, but, it, it, it's, no, no, all things aside, I, I think I think the TO did a really great event. And then, you know, they, they tried their best. It's just, um, I, you know, it, it's like people said, you got to remember that all those people are volunteers and then, you know, yeah, they, yeah. they're doing it all out of their you know, spare time. You know, that's, yeah. I don't, I don't want to. Talk them bad, but uh, you know they, they did a great job. But it's just, I, I guess, it's, there's always technical difficulties. But it's just, it happened twice to me, so it, it, it's. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad they it's, listened. It's a little bit personal. Yeah, I'm glad they were willing to listen to you when you came back. So, what did you bring yeah, with you? Definitely. What was your your army? So, so I I, I brought Solnesh, and and I know I know a lot of people complain about <laughs> it. It's, I'm bringing the whole bandwagon stuff, but <laughs> I uh, this. This tournament was a no joke for me. So I, I, uh, I, I literally, legit, I, I prepared this army. I think since when they open up the event, so it's like four or five months of preparation, I would say. Uh, <laughs> one, one crazy stuff though. I, I did switch my army three weeks before the event. So, so, oh, so technically, man. I have been preparing for a couple months. But Slanesh itself, that was. Essentially, three weeks worth of painting and just a lot of grinding and, and all the other stuff. Because um, I, I guess I've been telling this to everyone. I, uh, I've been practicing with Legion of Grief. That was the original mm -hmm. army that I was trying to bring. Um, you know, I was trying to bring, you know, the old army that I was winning before, which is Nagash. But uh, what with happened was I, I keep getting smashed. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, luckily, I guess through practices, I realized it's like, oh, man. I don't. I don't think I can win with this army, and and then sad to say, I I, I joined the bandwagon. I I, I followed the Slanesh lead. <laughs> so were these through like games that you were practicing with other people yeah. for tournament, like like tournament practicing? Yeah. So so it, it, it's um, and this is funny because um on on the event um I knew, like they actually this is one thing I like about Nova um if you actually want to prepare you can prepare really really well because. They actually post up to you every single details of the pack, so you actually know um, what mission you're gonna play mm. first round, second round, third round, fourth round, or five round, and then you even know uh, what realms are you gonna be playing. So it, it's essentially yeah. I, I I made a you know like like a strategy book for for this list yeah. for the entire event essentially because because it's you know it, it's you know exactly what you're playing what what there, there's no uncertainty at all. The only thing that's not certain is what you're playing against. So, so, so in this one, I literally practice, you know, four, five plus game every mission with my friends, you know, using the exact same mission they're using in Nova, and and so I think that gives like a really competitive edge. You know, it's, it's like I like to joke around when they told me it's like, oh, what's the next mission? I told them, oh, I don't know. I mean, in, in fact, I already know what's the next mission. What's the mission for tomorrow <laughs> and stuff like that. So, it, it's, <laughs> I really think the preparation helps me out here. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I might go beyond what typical players would do, but but you know, I would say this is an exception. <laughs> when you're going to your practice games, do you have a mindset? Oh. Are you like, a, do you have like a, a mental checklist of what you're looking for? 
or is it just you're just feeling it out? This worked, this didn't work. Would you go into a game thinking, I want to test this particular strategy or this particular combo? I do, I do. Um, it, it was super intense that I actually tried almost every single army that I have. I, you know, it, it's one of the, I guess, best practices of doing practice is that um, I want to know what my opponent does. So that, that's, I guess, I have almost all the armies in Sigmar. Mm. <laughs> I'm a nerd, but uh, you know that actually helps me out in, in knowing you know what my opponent would do. So it's like just being able to know uh, what your opponent's next steps going to be. You know, like what their secret tech is. It helps me a lot. You know, because because it's it's just knowing what your opponent does. It's it's winning half the battle already. So that that was what I'm basically aiming to practice for. Like. Uh, I think probably most of the important part is the uh, deployment stuff. Those are one of the stuff that I'm practicing a lot. Um, what are you What are you prioritizing you know, to kill, or, or what are you trying to uh, capture on the objectives and stuff like that? Those are the stuff that I practice. Did the GHB 2019 and the new terrain rules and all the army-specific terrain did that change the way you played since last year? Oh yeah, definitely. Remember before they put in the whole FAQ where you know Skavens are basically unplayable. You know, you, you got to put in, I think it's it's six inch within the opponent or, or your deployment or zone or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and I think six inch away from the objectives. I, I, I like the changes. It, it, it makes terrain and objective placement uh, more balanced. You know, back then, you can literally put a terrain on top of an objective. Um, stuff like Sylvanade or, or stuff like, you know, uh, the big boat that the Idanet were using. Essentially, you can block an entire army or block entire movement just by putting like big terrains on it and then you basically cop off on that because you know you gain all the advantages by getting all the good stuff that you're going to get with the terrain but but then your opponents almost got nothing out of it and i'm, I'm glad with all the changes they do and uh, of course with big events you actually do the uh, you know the mystical all the special terrains you're using and i love it it, it, it adds more you know uh, strategic to the game and, and it, 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 it it gives the game more flavor so tell us about your list. What I would like to say to people is um, my list is probably not the best Lanesh list, but w- what I could agree upon it is that that list is made specifically just for Nova. It, it, it's, you know, it's like all, all jokes aside, I, I literally built this list um, to compete in Nova because um, you know they, when, when they tell you what the realm spells is, when they tell you all the spells you can abuse, what the missions are going to be playing, those are the kind of um, you know wind snares and condition that I did. So essentially, my list is simple. It's just like anyone else's, but a little bit of a tweak. I'm basically playing uh, Solnesh with obviously the three big keepers. You know, all those nasty always strike first. Your opponent goes strike last. You can't really fight back. Um, I brought the uh, contorted epitome. Um, have you seen one of those? Those are like the uh, the glass-looking guy. Yes. Um, I brought uh, one of the exalted hero of chaos. And uh, those are basically my five heroes. Um, I think those are one of the little difference that I did compared to everyone else's. Um, I was bringing this, you know, tiny little hero that no one uses, just because I need another, you know, hero that guarantees that if my all my heroes die, I can steal some of my keepers out of it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I brought the battalion, which is the Supreme Subrites, and uh, it's, it's the typical battalion everyone brought. Um, having that one extra. Excel the Hero of Chaos actually helped me out during the event. And then just like everyone else's, I brought the 30 Demonettes, uh, 10 Demonettes, and uh, 5 Hell Striders. So essentially it's that. It's just, <laughs> in a nutshell, I brought 3 Keepers and 30 Demonettes. And then that's basically my entire list. It's just dumb and <laughs> stupid, but it's just 
Tanesh is broken. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. Uh, were there any matchups you were worried about? Um, I think one of the matchups that I was worried about was Daughter of Cain. You know, like we should have had practice, man. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Daughter of Cain's are one of the most, I guess, toughest matchup I ever had. And uh, partially, it's also because you know the the, the people who's going to be playing the daughters are, are really competitive people that I know. And um, and I did play him, and it was actually my one of my toughest matchup. And uh, he, like I said, he he won. I think I play him on the final last year. He won. I think that. Have you heard about the GW Texas like grand tournament on their headquarters, like that? I think he won that one as well too. So he won a lot of events with daughters, and um, he played specifically he was, daughters. He uh, was second place, I think. Right? I think I think I saw I think I saw on the best coast pairings. He he was second place, right? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, okay. he was second place. His name was uh, Chai, and uh, yeah, hmm. it, it, it's funny how. Uh, it's, it's Deja Fu, essentially. I, I play him last year with, I guess he's playing daughters on the same mission and on the same round, which is on the final. So it, 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 it's, uh, it, it's kind of Deja Fu, but it, it, it's, uh, I'm glad I prepared for it. <laughs> huh. Have you been in touch with him? Do you know him outside of this or just from Nova? No, no. I uh, Actually, yeah, you're right. Uh, I know him just in Nova because um, I guess last year, since we played an intense battle, we ended up being friends. And then I... I I, I I chat with him, asking what what what's a good list and stuff like that. And I think really he's really good, uh, daughters of Cain players. So it, it it's you know part of my list building was actually prepared so that I could beat them in the final if I actually play him in the final. And it's true, I, I end up playing him. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 to be honest, that's that's one of the reasons why I switched from Legion of Grief because um I w- I was thinking about it. It's like man um so so I know that on on day day two we're gonna play Total Conquest and Duality of Dead. And um, with with Legion of Grief, um, I was just trying to figure out how do I win if I play Slanesha Daughters, and 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 there's just no way that I'm gonna win with that army, and and sadly to say, that's the reason why I switched army three weeks before because I think you know with Slanesh, I can win it easy, you know, like he I, I gotta make like stupid big mistakes, um, just by default to lose the game. But with legions, I got to depend on you know the guy making mistakes, hmm. and even then hmm. I got to roll really good to actually win the game. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to take my chances. It's like, nope, screw it. Uh, I'm gonna take my shortest path to win this game. <laughs> so that's when I choose Slanesh. Essentially, it's to counter another Slanesh player and to make sure that I have a chance against daughter, because otherwise I won't have any chance at all. It, yeah. It's just there's too strong. <laughs> I've been thinking about it too. I, I don't know Slanesh that well, but they've got that mechanic where as wounds are done, they get points, and it doesn't matter if it's your wounds or their wounds, right? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's just like it's with, crazy. Yeah. So with daughters, it, 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 mm-hmm. like my my whole goal is to just do as many wounds as possible as quickly as I can, and Slanesh can mm-hmm. benefit from that. So it makes me wonder. Like, I, yeah, I think a daughters player has to be really picky about where they do their damage. And they can't just dive into the demonettes because it's just going to churn out those uh, depravity points, right? Yeah, yeah, and and, and I agree. Well, I mean, uh, you get depravity points only on the heroes, so, so you don't oh. get on the demonettes. But um, that's one of the other part. It, it's Sanash is so broken nowadays that um, <laughs> <laughs> this is what people make fun of you on the event. It's essentially at the end of the round, right? I summon. Typically, on average, more than 600 to 700 points of my army. So literally, I'm playing, almost playing a 2,700-point army when you're playing only a regular 2,000-point army. And, and, you know, in one of those matchups, 
I, I summoned two keepers and 30 demonettes. I mean, that's almost double my army. Yeah. And, 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 and it, it, it's, it's that. It, it's, I mean, I think the always strike last and always strike first, it's really good. It, it's, it's still broken. I mean, on, on a two plus, mm-hmm. you make your opponent go last and they don't even get to fight back. I mean, that, that's still really powerful. But it, it's the combination of, you know, even after you kill them, they, they come back. It's just, it's just, it's really hard to fight against. It, it's like, um, you know, it, it, it's you, you fight. I mean, I mean, if it's just the regular always strike first, I think daughters are on pair with Sonesh because you know I think daughters does way more damage than Sonesh. But if you add in, you know, like the summoning factor, where okay, I uh, I kill your keeper, but then I kill twenty more uh, witch elves. But then after I kill them, I get to summon thirty more demonettes. Uh, no other army can recover from you know like such thing like that. It's just after you're beat up fighting. And then you get them back for free. That that that's usually game over. And then that that's usually how the game goes. You know, like I would sacrifice one or two keepers, kill off you know like half of their army, you know, make them focus on that keeper. And then I just summon sixty more demonettes. And 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 you know, and then by then it's it's the game's over essentially because you have way more models. Yeah. You have way more damage, and then uh, their their army's almost uh, gone. So you're making me like. Uh... Uh, remember last year at Crucible, my last game was against Slanesh, and I remember just <laughs> grinding down all of these things that kept coming at me. I was playing Cardron Overlords, and I'm just shooting and shooting and shooting, and then uh-huh. I, I can't get anywhere because I'm dwarves and I'm slow. And he he had my ship trapped, you know, and and I. <laughs> And, summon you in yeah yeah it's hard and then you know we're neck and neck and then all of a sudden oh here's 30 demonettes over here you know <laughs> it was 20 here and 10 yeah, here and you got two that's he got that's, two objectives that's the and hardest part mm-hmm. i agree and and it and as if you think about it, it it's so easy for, for the summoning points i guess for your opponents or some nice people to get i mean if you think about it right i mean it, it's a keeper's 14 wound he times it by two that's 28 so essentially, if you kill a keeper without him doing anything, you're you're getting a thirty demonette back for free just just by killing two keepers. And and you know, killing two keepers are not easy. You know, you gotta focus your entire army if you're shooting to that two keepers, while you know the other keeper and thirty demonette wreck you know half of the other stuff. And 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 so that's that's not even counting if he charge you first turn and and gonna try to kill you. So e- even if you kill them, they're, they're bringing them back. You know, they're, they're killing a lot of stuff, and then they're bringing back thirty demonettes. It's, it's just bananas. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's crying out like GW do something about it. <laughs> but hey, I guess you got to win in order for them to notice, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Essentially, well, I mean, I think last year when when I bought the sixty Grim Gas, it it, it kind of hits the whole Grim Gas thing. You know, it, it it's mm-hmm. I I'm really sad they went out, but it's it's. I mean, I I think they're broken, but not as broken as Lanesh. I kind of miss my Nagash. So, <laughs> they, like, like I literally tried to play my old army on on the last year's Nova. It it literally went up like almost three hundred points. So it's it's like yeah. it went from like one of the best army. It's not even playable now. <laughs> the daughters went up about that amount. Like what my exact list oh, yeah? I played at Crucible last year is about two hundred and forty points higher than it was uh, the previous GHB. So I I've had to reexamine. I'm curious. I'm going to look really? at, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to look at, uh, uh, Chai. That was his name. I'm going to have to look at his list. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Chai Zola. Yeah. I'm going to have to look. I'm curious to see what he brought with him. I have to get ready for uh crucible right around the corner. Huh? Okay. Are you going? 
So I actually know his list pretty well because his list is one of the lists that I actually learned. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chai, if you're listening. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't know about your list, but I actually do know. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, uh, you've, you've read. So, so his list was, one, you know, like one of the lists I actually prepared really well for. So his, his list was, it, it's interesting, you know, like it, it, it's the meta shift from like, you know, you're bringing 60 witch elves. I think it's three or four Hackwing and then, you know, Marathi. Mm-hmm. And, and you're bringing in those uh, battalion and you put in the hard renders and stuff like that. Yeah, literally. All, I think all the daughter player played almost the same list. I think I think they're all in the same group, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's really good list. So it's, he played uh, twenty snakes, which is really strong. I didn't know how strong they are before I fight it. And uh, he played I think sixty witch elves, and I think a lot mm-hmm. of people switch the witch elves to sisters of, sisters of slaughters, yeah. so that you can counter Slanesh with with the whole you know like it's, it's even if you attack last, you're six inches away, they can attack you. Yeah, and now it's their turn, though they can just kill your keepers just with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he was playing the uh, Cauldron of Blood with, um, is it Hack Queen, the one you can fight in the hero face? No, that's the Slaughter Queen. Yeah, that's the Slaughter Queen. Yeah, so he, he brought that in and then he literally killed all my keepers with it. Luckily, it was on a mission that I prepared really well, so I, I, I still got the win. But it's, it's in any other mission, I don't think I would have done as good as that because just, so that's just so tanky. I, uh, man, that four up, five up, five up save, it, it, it's rough. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's awesome. Did you have yeah, any yeah, yeah. moments? Uh, did you have any moments in Nova that were like uh, noteworthy? Any 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 specific moments that kind of made you sweat a little bit, or you know, at what point did you know you were going to win, or what was anything like that? Dude, it's sweaty. I think it's every game. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I I don't I don't think any of my matchups are easy. It was it was. It was hard. I, I, I literally, I, I think I, I played all, all the people in the top eight, and it was just, I mean, I, I it, it, it's good though. I mean, you, you get to play, you know, all the good players, and then, you know, like, no one can really tell. It's like, ah, you play one of those lower bracket people, and you get to win. But it's, it's like, yeah, I think all my matchups is really, really hard. I, I can go over, um, you know, some of them in quite details. On, yeah. on the first round, I was super surprised. I know maybe some people would read it on, on my uh, battle reports, but um, I played a Nurgle guy. And uh, I do know that last year, you know, like their whole trick was uh, when you hit them, you have to reroll all your six um, to hit and mm. also to wound. So essentially, that kills off all my really good stuff, you know, because with yeah. Sanesh, on hit rolls of six, you get an extra attack. And uh, wound roll of six, you get mortal wound. And, you know, like the combo is usually, you know, you get more hits and you get mortal wounds when you do sixes. But then, you know, like rolling six are hard enough. Now I have to re-roll it. And, and a lot of the sixes that I re-roll, I didn't end up hitting. So that kills up my entire army. Mm. So essentially what happened was when I played the Nurgle guy, um, I let him go first because, you know, it, it, it's like I have the option. And then I, I, I it was knife to the heart. So it's essentially a mission where you have to kill one another. So I was going to go, you know, pretty much backwards. I wasn't going to move anything at all. What truly caught me off guard was he charged me with this uh, 40 Marauders. I don't even know about the unit, but it's, you know, those units are really, really weak. You know, they're 200 for 40 models. And uh, what happened was he has so much debuff that uh, that 40 Marauders essentially tank out my entire army for like two straight turns. And uh, and I uh, I thought I was going to lose that game. I was like, man, I huh. came all the way prepared for all this. I'm going to lose first round. And it was, it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a little depressing, but, uh, you know, somehow I got the win. But that was, that was a really close one. Because it was, um, I didn't expect that at all. Essentially, what his whole army does was, you know, I have to reroll hit rolls of six, 
we roll a wound rule of six, and then on top of that, you have his regular save, which is a four up, and they have a five up save, a six up, six up, six up, and a six up. So it's essentially like five different saves. Oh man! So I was like, oh god, <laughs> how do I win? <laughs> I think that is a testament to this game being fairly well balanced that, you know, you, you brought the filthiest, newest, filthiest thing and you're one of the best players out there and Thank you're you. still like, you, you, you really have to play well to get a win. I, I 100% agree. I mean, I, I think, um, I mean, um, pe- people that say, you know, like uh, there's three top Solnash player that was undefeated. I mean, I wouldn't say Solnash is not broken. But I, but I would say that all my games are super close. It, it, it's really, like, had I not practiced any of the um, the snares that I'm playing, I would have lost, like, easily in any of those top players. Like like, like I said, too, on round two, I play against Changelos. Um, You know, like, it, it's the list that's been winning, you know, since, I don't know, the first GHB came out. It's one of the most broken lists you have as a Zinch. Mm-hmm. But um, now it's a totally different list. I, and and I, I play that list, and then so that's the reason why I understand the mechanics. I know what to do and stuff like that. And uh, he ended up being second. And um, I, I think it's it's all the preparations that I did that helped me win on that one. And of course, you know, playing the most broken army helps you too. But it, it, it's, <laughs> I agree, it, the, the game is really balanced right now, except Sonesh. But except uh, Sonesh. you can essentially win with any army if you know how to play it, and you know, obviously, win some dice rolls. <laughs> <laughs> So what was your next game? That, that was Nurgle was round one. Was yeah, it? Nurgle was round one. Um, so second round, I play uh, Joe Creer. He uh, he won last year's Adepticon with Zinch. So he was a really notable Zinch player. I always try to play him. I actually never get a chance to play him. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a crazy change. So it was one, one of the crazy story was um, I thought I won by round one. So he, he basically gave me round one. And um, I'm fully prepared against change shows because all you got to do, I guess, you got to kill all the pink horrors because... He was bringing a list with um, eight different endless spells. So, you know, like in, in order to summon mm-hmm. all those endless spells, you could have enough wizards. And um, he was banking on having, you know, because the pink horse are wizards, he was yeah. banking on summon the endless spells from the pinks. But I get to kill almost all his pinks first turn because I know how the list does. What I didn't find out was every time I kill the pink, he's getting 20 blue horror points. So, literally, after I killed 50 horrors first turn he summoned 60 back on the next turn so i was oh. like oh god <laughs> but there <laughs> was the, this at all those are and, the blue uh, horrors again, right so it, it, they, it's super balanced that um yeah. had he have a double turn the game would be so much different literally he he could one shot my keeper just by you know shooting 120 horrors and like do like a heck of magic on me essentially in that game and um yeah, yeah it, was, it was fun that's great um yeah, on, on the third round, did I play? Oh, yeah, on, on the third round, I play against the KO list. And um, what what's crazy about this one is it, it's literally, I would say it's not the worst matchup, but it's one of the worst matchup on this particular scenario. It was it was um, it was it was one of the prayers I say you know in the morning. It's like please, 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 round three, we're playing. Uh, Please do not let me play any shooting army because <laughs> on, on on this specific matchup on on, on this round three, what scenario it was, was it? Flaming missiles. So uh, what what flaming missiles does is everyone doesn't know it's it's whenever you're shooting more than a twelve inch range, mm-hmm. uh, your opponent gets a minus one um, essentially rent. So mm. basically, all his rent is minus three, and I have no chance of saving it at all. And uh, I I don't know how I did it. it it's I got really lucky. This game was super blurry. 
Come on, I won. What scenario was it? What scenario? So it was on... Uh, oh, it's it's on shifting objectives. But oh, okay. the realm yeah. was an Akshi. So, so on, on, on that particular one that they choose, um, they added, you know, like this realm thing, realmscape features, which is flaming missiles, you know, like, which is essentially, if you shoot anything more than 12 inch, you're, you're getting an extra one ren to get it. Hmm. So it, it, it's, it, it's broken and bananas to all shooting armies because essentially now, you know, instead of just minus one there, you're minus two. And then, you know, all his skyhooks are minus three. So I have hmm. no chance of saving at all. And uh, I think I lucked out on that one. <laughs> oh, man. Hello, everyone. If you are enjoying the show and you want to help support us, please head over to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash Orlando dash two. That's where you can get Orlando t-shirts, t-shirts themed around your favorite Dungeons and Dragons character classes, as well as Grand Alliance t-shirts. And any shirts we sell in the month of September, all of our proceeds will be going towards helping victims of the hurricane in the Bahamas. Thanks a lot. Hope you're enjoying the show. We took a little break. We're back now. And you're, uh, this was game three, and you were in Akshi, right? And you were worried about the potential rend if you had to face a shooting army. Did you end up facing a shooting army? Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a KO, literally a, a Keratin Overlord. <laughs> it was one of my worst nightmares. <laughs> so literally, I uh, this is what's fun about the game. It, it it's like it, the game is so tactical that um, it, what, what I like about the best coast pairing is that when they say runs are up, you can actually find your opponents and actually take a look at this list. <laughs> so I remember going crazy in the group chat. I was like, oh my god, I'm still gonna lose this game. It, it's like. Sorry, guys, I'm going to disappoint you because we're going to play Karen Overlord on Flaming Missiles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my and, God. Uh, it, it's, I don't know. It, it's somehow I made it through, and then I, I, I won that round. I, I, I clearly didn't remember anything on, on that game. It was just because it was just, you know, it's Karen Overlord and Flaming Missiles. It's like, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then on, on, on the second day, um, round four, I guess, uh, we're playing Shaish. And um, I guess if people don't know, uh, Shais is the realm spells where uh, you get um, all your characters to be ethereal. You know, it, it, it's instead of playing the ghost, now I, I can cast all the spells and then make my keepers ethereal, which is bananas because you know it, it, it's they're already pretty strong. They heal. Now you don't do ren on them, and, and that, that that's what Shais does essentially. You, you you buffed up all your heroes, and then you make them super strong and unkillable. And then you just, you know, stick with them for the whole game, essentially. And then that, that's and that's the reason why I picked Sonesh, too, because uh, I know for sure that on, on day two, all the missions are on Shais. And, and it, it's really, Shais is such a, you know, mission where you just buffed up real heroes. Even one of the command abilities for, for Shais was um, you can you can CP, and then you can kill as much dude as you want, which is all the demons, three demons that I can get, and you can heal them back. And, 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 and so, you know, it, it's, it's almost unkillable, essentially. Or, or what's even more broken is you can actually poke your own keeper, get a free depravity points, and keep healing him back. And essentially, you can, you know, abuse it and then just keep on getting free depravity points by using a CP. <laughs> so so that, that's the reason why, you know, like, more of the reason why I play Sinesh in this one. I'm glad this game is teaching us um, how to be, you know, well-rounded <laughs> individuals and good for society. 
your yeah. <laughs> uh, in your list, did you bring any artifacts? Right? Did you bring any artifacts that weren't from uh, from the Slanesh book? You did. I did. I did. Um, so I brought it from. I think it's actually so. So two of my artifacts is, is actually uh, Eknak seals, which is you know the four up mortal wound um, save, mm-hmm. and then the other one is a thermal writer cloak, and then and I think those are really you know like one of the reason why you know I get my game super. Um, I really get a good matchup just because of the item. You know, thermal writer cloak. If you don't need to know it, it's a four inch movement and you're flying. So that, I think yeah. uh, the reason why I put thermal writer cloak is, um, you know, for people who play Slanesh, they, 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 this is a typical item they usually bring. Because um, the problem with Slanesh is, unlike, you know, the FECs, which is the terror guys on Zombie Dragon or stuff like that, and um, they're not flying. So there's so many stuff that you can actually block um, from your keeper. So now they're flying. You're so fast. You're moving 18 inches. And then you can actually pass to whatever, and then and, and that actually helped me with a lot of my games. I really like the and, thermal uh, rider cloak. It, like, to to put that on a big hero to give them that much extra movement and flight. Yeah, it's a great artifact. It, it's bananas, and and it, especially when you could, you know, uh, one of the shenanigans that people you know didn't realize is since you're fly, since you're flying, now you can also piling in flying, right? It's now instead yeah. of. You know, oh, you're you're stuck because of this train was on the way, or you're stuck because this model is on the way. Now you can just move over to the model because you're flying. So, so th- that was one of the things that really helped me a lot. It, it, it's you know, it's not big news for all the Sunesh players because it's typically the item they always bring. Uh, but for other people that doesn't know, you know, 18 inch moving, it's bananas because you know a lot of the deployments are set up within 18 inches, and the deployments that are set up within 24, it's basically saying that if I just move regularly. I only need a five inch or six inch charge, so it, it it guarantees me a charge whenever I want it to be. That is truly great. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And 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 one of my command trait is uh, run and charge. And so you know, like one guy's moving eighteen inch and he flies, the other dude's moving you know possibly twenty inches. And you, you can always spend a CP to make him move twenty. So that's I always have two keepers. That's guaranteed. You know, always strike first. Charge first and fight first, essentially. That command so, so traits are, for the whole army or just for the keeper? Um, well, um, the, so basically, this is how it breaks down, I guess. Um, one keeper, uh, which is moving 18 inches because of a thermal rider. Mm-hmm. Um, the second keeper, which is usually my general, I give him the command trait that lets him run a charge. Mm-hmm. Right? So essentially, you can make him a 20-inch charge, right? Yeah. Um, the other keeper, usually you know, a support keeper. He, he keeps like you know, your back row, and then he, he fights usually on the second wave. But still, you know, moving 14 inch, I mean, I'm, I'm plus one to charge. So on 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 18 inch, you know, deployment, I only need a three inch to charge, and on 24, I I only need a nine. So that's not that hard. And uh, my demonets is also run and charge. So they move six. If I give them a CP, they move 12. And again, they're plus one to charge. So it's essentially, my my combat units could fight you first turn if we we're within 18 inch. And uh, usually, I let people go first. So I, I, I get a chance to fight back. And, and so essentially my whole army fights with everything on the first combat that I could have. So it, it, it's like, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's kind of, it's a little too powerful for, you know, like a glass cannon army. Typically they're not that fast. And, and uh, Solnesh is an exception itself. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, definitely uh, keep cashing in on it. You know, just uh, <laughs> be ready for the next thing when GHB 2020 comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably will. I mean, to be honest, it, it's like 
I feel bad playing it, but if it's a big tournament, hey, I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, it, it, it says some things about this, right? I mean, I don't know if you heard about the last event. People were complaining about this, how um, on the last big tournament, I think it's in England or something like that, there's a group of 100 people tournament or something like that. Top five is also nice. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, you know, the army is broken where it's the exact same thing that win, you know, back to back. Was and, it the- and even on this one, on Nova, I mean, I got to say, it, it, it's it, it's a funny story. So I, I went undefeated. The other guy who's also playing Sinesh, he's also undefeated. And surprisingly, there's another guy. I, mean, I should tell you the story. He got DQ'd because um, I, don't, I don't know what his name was. I mean, I hope he doesn't cheat. But according to what someone told me, uh, he brought an unpainted model. That um, I guess you're supposed to put all your models when you're when you're being judged because uh, they want to make sure they keep all the scores on power. Yeah. So he didn't. I guess he didn't put in the models that is supposed to be summoned. So what he had was a black unpainted chariot, and you know, hell striders with two colors. And and that's a no-no in this event, obviously, because every model has to be fully painted. You can't play, you know, yeah. models with spray paint. And I guess on top of that, what I heard with him was. I guess he was summoning more than what he has on his depravity points. And a, a, a head judge was happened to just be there and watch him plays. And so I guess essentially as he put all those, which is a no-no, you know, like the unpainted models, he also put in more than what he has. So that, you know, that's considered cheating. And literally he, he pulled up all his modeling and it's like, all right, you're disqualified. Had, had he, I guess he didn't do that, he's also about to win that game. So it would have been three undefeated Slanesh on top three. I mean, that, that doesn't really happen unless the army is super broken. You know, it's, you know, it's there, but it, it's, I see how it is. It's, it's, the model is really cool, though. I, I can't complain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're beautiful. And so you said, how Love far it. out was it that you just, you, you gave up Legion of Grief? How far out were you from Nova when you made that decision? <laughs> it was three weeks before. Three Literally, weeks. I, uh, I, I gotta say, I, I I plan out their army. I think more than four months. Essentially, when I bought that ticket, I I, I was you know I you know obviously I was planning on winning. I really want to win badly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the first army that I thought was is Legion of Grief. So I, I I even want to bring that in Crucible. Um, oh, everyone to know Crucible is a big Orlando event that we have um, every year, and then it's always fun. But uh, that was the army that I was gonna bring. And then uh, I, I repainted everything. I make sure I base everything. I follow all the codes. I, I try to, you know, do a little bit of conversion all the way. And then, <laughs> yeah, three weeks before, I just, man, I was like, I really want this. And I really want to win this event. But it's like, I don't think I can win with Legion and Groove at all. So it, it, it's, I, I basically built the army from scratch. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was nuts. But uh, I guess it's worth it. How much of the army did you already have when you made the decision? <laughs> So I have almost everything. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like people say I'm an army hoarder. <laughs> so I, I have almost everything, but they were still in boxes. So it, it, it's, it was, it was a lot of oh, effort man. and work that I put in to actually build it, like on time. Like literally, I remember on the sing, uh, I think on the last couple of hours before I flew out, I was still painting. Literally, it's like, oh my god, I, I haven't finished this. I, I have, I need to base this so that I get the maximum score. It was, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> and let alone I was trying to make, you know, like different strategies because, you know, like I said, I, I made a whole strategy book on what I'm most supposed to deploy against this unit, against that army on different scenarios as well too. So that's five different missions, 
times, you know, four or five different opponents that I could possibly play on Legion of Grief. And then, and then I have to redo everything when I switch my army. But, uh, yeah, it, 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 was, it was pretty cool. It was, it was pretty challenging, but it's, it's, at the end of the day, at least I got a fully painted army. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Did you have time to, um, to play test it before you left? I did, I did. So it, I didn't obviously play test it as much, but I literally, I think the last, that last three weeks, as I was painting, I think I played, I think two plus game on every mission. So that's, that's, that's still a pretty good, you know, 20 games of practice, yeah. which I didn't even do on, on, on the last Nova. So it, it's just by practicing, it was just like a different preparation that I did on this one. It, it's, I legit literally want to win this one. <laughs> that's really impressive. So you fully assembled and painted the army in three weeks. And you were able to get 20 practice games in, in that three weeks. I know. I know. Well, like I said to everyone, I'm single. I have no life. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the only thing I do. And then, you know, I just go home after work. I paint, I think, legit, I think it's straight up four or five hours every day. And then I add in that game. I, I was sleeping like midnight every day so I could get my games on and still paint. It was, it was, uh, yeah. I, I also want to tell people I, I suck at assembling. So I, I spent as much time assembling the dudes and as well painting them it, was, it took me forever to build all those demonettes so it was it was a it was it was rough because i was i think i was painting 90 demonettes on that one so it was man <laughs> i don't even want to think about it <laughs> do you um yeah, yeah. Do, like do you have anything that you like to do while you paint do you like watch tv I do, I do. do you listen to music listen to audiobook or anything like that so um I um uh, I tried doing audiobook, <laughs> but uh, it's just I I can't fully concentrate while while doing audiobook. So 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 I um uh, I, I did listen to podcasts. I don't know what's the difference in audiobook and podcast, obviously, but just for some reason, podcast is easier yeah. to listen than audiobook. So it's, it's I I listen to all your podcasts. So it's, it's been it's been great. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for having it. That that's uh you know it helps me out. It it takes away you know ten hours of painting and stuff like that. <laughs> I uh. One, one other funny part, I, I watched anime okay. while I was painting. I don't even know how that worked because it's in <laughs> Japanese. You know, it, it, it's, <laughs> I guess I was just listening in the background and then it, it's every couple seconds I would read some of the subtitles and then just you know, imagine in my head. <laughs> it was just fun stuff like that. And, and then um, music, music really helps. Sometimes I talk with people. I talk with my mom or whatever it is. I talk with my relatives back in Indonesia. And uh, it's just a bunch of stuff. Uh, it, 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 it's, I, I think that's actually what makes it a little bit more fun because if it's just, you know, pure painting, that's like 40 hours a week for painting. Or no, probably five, seven, 20, 30 hours a week of painting without doing anything, I, I would just, you know, die of boredom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I call a lot of people during the process and it, 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 it helps me out. So, so uh, Crucible. We're we're excited about Crucible. We're both going to play in the tournament, and we're heck yeah, yeah. excited to see you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not sweating playing you at all. It's going to be yeah, you know, just <laughs> get ready for the loss right there. Just count on those two two L's in the in your books. <laughs> no, I mean, like I said, every every game is a rough matchup. So it, it, it's you know it, 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 it's it, you, had, had had you know like had I get not a double turn that round or had the guy rolled a little better that would be a totally different game but it, it, it's i really think the game is super balanced it's like so i get to like I, I don't comment in the uh the space force chat group you have going uh, <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I do I do read through there every once in a while. Do you have anything you want to say uh, to the to your Space Force? Well, uh, go Space Force. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 one of our local groups in Florida, and uh, you know, I mean, it's it's obviously Space Force, and 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 I think part of the joke was, you know, it's, it's a little bit of making fun of me. It's a little political, but not really. You know, it's it's. it's the whole thing with, I don't know if you know about the story, but the whole thing with Space Force was because, um, you know, I'm Indonesian and uh, I was I was on the verge of getting deported. <laughs> oh, no. So, so one of the jokes they put in, it's like, uh, oh, why don't you enlist as a Space Force or maybe get married to another Space Force? So maybe by then <laughs> you can become a full citizen. <laughs> but 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 I love it. The, the group's really fun. And, and, and it's it's to all the people that, you know, in Orlando looking for a group of people who want to play Age of Sigmar, um, our group is really open. And, you know, like we like to help one another. And um, we're always looking for great games. And, uh, you know, because for, for the longest time, um, we've been trying to find, you know, like a community to play, I guess, every week. Um, before, it was it was getting really hard to find a game, you know, um, especially with, with the amount of people playing Sigmar. But, you know, as, as we get more people, um, after the second GHB came out and after the Space War was created, <laughs> we um, <laughs> we finally find a community. So we, can, we, we typically, we're happy to say, you know, we typically play it on um, Wednesday in our Space Force base, <laughs> we, we call it mini duels. Nice. But um, sometimes we play in campus card game. Sometimes it's Coliseum and stuff like that. So we move around. But um, it, it's, it's all about the community. That, that's what I really like about the game. It's, it's the people that I really enjoy playing with. It's a really exciting time for Central Florida right now because the 40K winner is also a Central Florida uh, Orlando player. Yeah, yeah. that That's really awesome, too. It, it's like... Um, you know, the level of camaraderie when, when he saw them, it, it's like because, um, you know, obviously the Age of Sigmar finished uh, faster than, than the 40K. So as I was just moving around, I, I you know, it, it's like I saw there's a lot of people that was so familiar for me because um, I used to go to school in Gainesville and um, I, I used to visit one of the local hobby shops down there. And I, I noticed one of them. It's like, hey, uh, were you that guy from Gainesville? It's like, yeah, yeah. And then I asked him, it's like, what are you guys watching? It's like, oh, well. Uh, we're watching uh, our group, which is the uh, the Brohammer, and and you know like and, and and as you all know, I mean they win a lot of events, and I think they also win ATC. Um, they win a couple of events, and 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 I guess this guy, I, I actually never met him, but um, I know a lot of the people in I guess Space Force. <laughs> they they play him in a 40k matchup, and uh, you know I guess he's well known, and then you know it's it's good to say he won it too. So we're we're happy to bring you know two of the major events that's happening there, which is the Sigma and 40k. You know, both from Orlando, Florida. It, it, it's you know, despite us being so far away on the eastern, southern coast, we we, we managed to grab all the big prizes. Yep. You look at the map. We're just down in the dangle. <laughs> we, I know. We're, we're trapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people wouldn't uh, uh, like you know bands and stuff. They don't. They'll skip it on the tour because it's just a, that extra dip. They don't want to drive down just to go to one or two towns and come back up. It's just not worth the trip for them. But I feel like we could get uh, like international players if we coordinate. We could get some international players here and just say, yeah, bring your family and then send them to the theme parks and just play games with us while they're at the theme park. That's <laughs> an excuse to come to Florida. No, no, that that's that's a brilliant idea. I mean, I, literally, no joke. I uh, I was, I think, I guess uh, one of the biggest events that international players actually came, from what I heard, was um, Adepticon and LVO. Um, mm -hmm. I've never been to Adepticon, but um, 
I remember for I guess we we talked about this last year um, during the LVO. I met a couple of you know British players, and then you know they're 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 winning a lot of events, and then those are actually the events that actually they actually would go every year. And I I did tell them that it's like you know hey um, Las Vegas isn't really family friendly when we have a small little kids you know you can't really bring them gambling, but if you go to Orlando you know you can you can play all around you know play with the Hobby plastic crack, and then you know your your little kids, your loved ones, you got to go to Disney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they didn't say it's it's a really great idea, but um, I, I think the problem is again with with the locals because you know it, it, it's in, in DC you get so much traction because all the people from you know the northern part, the southern part, they can all drive to DC, and it, it's really centralized for everyone. Yeah. Whereas in Florida, I think you're only getting you know some of the Tennessee folks, some of the Georgia folks, and it's, we're, we're, we're kind of trapping, like you said, in the bottom. But, yeah. but you know, it's growing. So hopefully we'll, we'll get some more people in the future and then we'll, we'll get a bigger community. I think I might start like a tour group. I might have my like, get your theme park tours for while you're playing. I'll just be like <laughs> like, a, like a concierge for your family. So you, you come down for the tournament, fly from all over the world, and I'll take your family to the park so you can like enjoy games the whole weekend. And and oh, not man, have to that, hear it from that them. Sounds afterwards. like an amazing idea. Yeah, that's great. It's a new business opportunity. Um, thanks, Adam. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should you should talk that to the uh, the the uh, what is it? Whoever the people who's managing um, Crucible. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think they're going to be on the show in a, probably next week or the week after. Um, I'm really excited oh, yeah? to talk uh, to them about it. Tim and Craig. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have a few people on to talk about. Uh, yeah, everything that's going to happen at Crucible, including um, role playing at Crucible too. They're they're uh, oh. expanding their role playing games and trying to do more there. So I, I'm yeah, maybe you know if we keep at it five years from now, maybe we could Crucible could be as big as LVO or Nova if we work on it and we and we keep that in our back pocket to like send your kids to the theme park while, while we're, <laughs> while we're right. playing because it is right there. No, no, it's that, like that, you can walk. That's a really great idea. Um, I think, I think what amazes me the most is, you know, unlike any other events, you know, like LVO, Adepticon and, and uh, Nova, um, these people actually, you know, they're doing this part time. Um, whereas, Oh, like correct me if I'm wrong from what I understand, um, you know, all the other events, this is their full time job. You know, this is their, this is their stuff they do. They plan out a year before. Well, as in Crucible, it, it's you know like it, it started with just a group of buddies who want to just have some good time, and they all meet up, and then that bah, that that's that's what Crucible was formed. And then I, I I was really amazed by um, you know the amount of effort and the amount of you know results they're getting in with just two people you know working as a part time you know getting a lot of volunteers to help them out with 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 such minimal effort. You know, like I I know a lot of the other events spends you know thousands and thousands of dollars doing marketing and stuff like that to make people come in. And I know, you know with Crucible, a lot of them are word them out. And then even then we get, we're getting a lot of, a lot of people and a lot of tractions is in the Florida people. Yeah. And I, I'm excited. So. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Very excited here too. I think it's, it's, it's growing and you know, mm-hmm. I've gone for the past three years now and yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited. Yeah. Loving it. Excited. I think you're going to see, uh, number one, Daughter's a cane player, number two KO player, mm. and then maybe maybe if you if you work hard, maybe the Slanesh player will come in third. Are you gonna bring Slanesh? Can you can you confirm? Are you gonna bring Slanesh? Well, I uh, I'm sorry to say I actually have a daughter's army, so I'm, I might I might try to beat you with my daughter. What? <laughs> oh no! Watch out! Uh, Are you really gonna bring daughters? 
Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I just finally finished painting him up. I know I'm, I'm a nerd. <laughs> don't, I, uh, don't step on my I, ever, toes. Ever since I play that guy, I was like, oh my God, this, this army is so much fun. And uh, it's like, I have him for like the longest time in my box. <laughs> I was just not motivated to paint 80 Cicero oh, no. slaughters. Oh man. 20 no. more snakes. Bring, bring Legion of Grief. <laughs> bring KO. I don't care. Don't bring daughters. <laughs> That's my thing, man. <laughs> don't, 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 don't snatch it don't up. Step from in you. front of my girls. <laughs> I think you're the only daughters playing in Florida, right? I, I think I know, uh, Mara played daughters, but I don't think she played anymore. But uh, so I, you might be the only one, so I might be your competitor. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Taking, oh. the, taking the mantle before it's even given to you. Yeah, man, I was gonna come out like at least. <laughs> hey, I, I crucible. At least I was a. I might have finished last, but I was the top daughters player. No, I can't ah, even say that. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> so what about Nick? Are you gonna play uh, Kieran Overlord this year? Or it's, I haven't seen you for a while either. Yeah, you know, I've um, I've been working on a like a Legions of Sacrament army, uh, only because ah, okay. I have them, <laughs> not because they're particularly competitive, but I I just feel like um, when I when I go to Crucible now for the last few years, like nobody's playing KO, and <laughs> I feel like I gotta represent, you know, like if I don't bring KO, then nobody's gonna play KO. And uh, I feel like KO are due for some sort of win. Yeah, I think I agree. I agree. I, I think, mean, I I I know a couple people who have KO, but I don't think they're coming. So you might be the only one. Yeah, maybe maybe you should bring KO. <laughs> correct. I I know some people. Yeah, there are a few people there that 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 do have KO, but they didn't bring them. You know, they were playing like their Nurgle army or their you know whatever it I might have be. KO, so. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure you've got KO. Um, you should, I do. I do. <laughs> you should put together a like a mixed order list that's KO and daughters, and just just ooh, just to ooh, like ooh. show just us both up. <laughs> yeah, just to spite us both. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, funny story though. Um, on, on the fourth round, I guess I never told you about the fourth round oh, story, yeah. but um, I thought I was going to lose that too because I was playing a KO mix with Idenet, so that was. Oh. It was that like it's like what the hell moment am I playing? It was it was it was I know <laughs> the guy. He was obviously you know like he he topped a lot of events. I think he got second on LVO on on this year's LVO. So I was like oh god, I know this guy. And then he's he always plays Idenet, and then his list was really funky. And it's like you know it's like well, it's it's like that moment where it's like oh shit, what do I do against that list? So his list was essentially it's it's thirty Arcanauts, you know obviously the shooting like the really strong shooting portion. Yeah, and then he brought. I think 15 eels. So that, that kind of threw me off guard. I was like, oh, shit. So, so you're telling me he can kill a keeper by shooting, and then he can charge my keeper without even hitting it and then zap him with the mortal wound. And, and at that point, I was like, oh, God, how do I win this? <laughs> <laughs> so how'd the actual so maybe, matchup maybe go? I should do that. Maybe I should mix uh, daughters and KO. <laughs> yeah. Did, they, did, they, did it uh, mesh well? What do you think of um, how his army played? So, so that one, you got to say, I, I, I got lucky. I, I, I got a double turn on that one. And, and, and that really, uh, like, kind of ruins the game. It, 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 it's really, literally, it, it's that double turn. Essentially, what, what I did was um, he deployed really conservatively. He understands my army, like, really well. So it, it's funny how we're, we're basically, like, 18 inch away from the deployment. But the way he deployed, we're essentially, like, 30 inch away. So he's making sure that I can't charge them first turn. Yeah. Or even if I got a double, it's still really hard for me to charge. 
And and so what ended up happening was, you know, like I, I let him go first and then he deployed so far. I run my demon that's all the way to the middle of the board. And again, this is again, it's yeah. because of Shaish. So the demonets was mega buffed up. So even if you try to shoot the demonets, you won't kill them because now the demonets, oh, the demonets minus one ahead, demonets ethereal, demonets plus one, plus one ahead, and it, it's all those buff that you know you don't really get if you're not playing Shaish. And then I got a double. So essentially, that double kills all the you know uh, what is it called Arco on the second turn, and then by then the game's kind of over because. Without the shooting, just like eels, I, I can deal with the eels because it's if it's combat, then I'm okay. If it's combat and shooting, it was, it was, it was pretty tough for me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I lucked out on that one. It, it's that double turn, man. <laughs> <laughs> it does <laughs> like awesome. I can't tell you how many like how many games have come down to it. Yeah. You know? that, yeah. That, and you 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 said something a little while back um, about another army you were playing, and it was it was kind of like. You know, like if 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 one thing went wrong, then it all would have fallen apart. And I feel like with my KO, like I have a lot of fun playing with them because I'm such a I'm I'm such a dwarf player, and um, <laughs> you know, like I love the dwarves, and 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 so I I, I keep coming back with KO. Mm-hmm. But every game is always I gotta I gotta play everything right. KO is like, I feel like everything's got to be played right. And I hope that my opponent does something wrong. And if they do, then I can maximize a win. But if they play everything right yeah. and I play everything right, then it's just like, you know, it's 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 probably in their favor. And if they get a double turn, then it's over. Yeah. And and, and that's the reason why I, I switch from Legion of Grief. I mean, I, I this is what I guess trying to emphasize. It's like, at, at one point, there's a... <laughs> There's a difference between a broken army and a, and a tier one army and a tier two army. <laughs> with, with the Legion of Grief, you know, it, it, it took me, you know, uh, I got a plus one hit, I got a plus one attack, I got a reroll on once to hit, I got to do this, I got to do that to kill like one single damn keeper. Right? I mean, <laughs> I got to do everything correctly in order even to get that point. And, you know, like, I, I, I literally can't screw it up at all because if I screwed up, just one mistake, they'll lose me the game. But then with, with the keepers, it's like I, I know I do notice that I, I, I screwed up a couple of times and it still didn't matter because the keeper was so powerful that, you know, even if he dies, he's summoning another keeper. So essentially two keepers, one keeper to summon, or thirty demonettes. And and so, you know, like the margin of error you're getting while playing Broken Army. <laughs> it, it, it's it's more forgiving compared to playing, you know, like a really, really that's why I give kudos to all the players who actually like like Joe who got second as a change host. Those armies really hard to play. Um, Chai, I mean, it, it's, he's playing the daughters, and you know, like every other army, they, you know, they're they're playing really really well to get there. And that's I think by captivating your your opponent's mistake, it, it it's a good strategy. But then again, this was the same I guess thought that I was thinking when I was practicing. It's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna play really well, and my opponent's gonna play really well too. And, you know, at, at, at top tables where, I guess, you're trying to win the game, you're probably going to be playing the player who have the same skills with you or even better than you. So captivating mm-hmm. on their mistake, it's, it, it's rough, you know, because it, it, that doesn't happen sometimes. So yeah. it, it, it's, that's why I pick so nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and um, I, think, I think one of the other part what I pick so nice was um, on the last mission. Um, I, I, I uh, you know, it, 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 it's it's one of my uh, secret strategies that I thought um, that I, I made up during my practice. 
it was it was completely awesome. It, it, it's literally, I'll, I'll spill out to you, basically. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys played Duality of Dead yet. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 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 on, on this new Duality of Dead mission, um, they changed it in a way that you have to split your army half, essentially. You know, like back in the days, like the old GHB, um, you can deploy in the center and essentially, you know, put all your army in the center and then, you know, react whatever your opponent does because right. as you put them in the center, you can go either left or right, right? Yeah. Yep. But now the uh, the scenario is so far away and the way you're deploying are also separated too. So you're, you're essentially separated 24 inch apart from your army. You have two deployment zones, which is 24 inches away. And, and there's no way for you to, you know, to be able to split your army half and, and try to match your opponent. And, and, and I, I guess I found a really good tactic on this one because essentially, um, since Lanash have a really low drop, I get to be able to choose who's going first. And, and, and I, think, mm-hmm. I think one of the, I guess, one of the best strategies I ever made on this one, I guess, is, is I tricked my opponent uh, to deploy at least a quarter or a third of his army in one side. And then essentially what I did was I didn't deploy anything on one side. I deployed singly just one side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so what happened was um, I fight either two-thirds of his army or half his army with my entire army. And, and then, you know, like by just getting by – by, by just being able to choose to go first, that means that I'm getting two objectives round one. And I'm guaranteed to control the other objective that I'm putting my whole army in because, you know, obviously Sinesh is really good in combat. There's no way that I'm going to lose to you if I'm playing, you know, a two-third or half of your army. And, and 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 that's the reason why I picked Sanesh essentially. I, I I was able to you know to do that only with Sanesh. With Legion of Grief, I wouldn't be able to do that either because when my army split, now my whole army just crumbles away. While in Sanesh, I can trick my opponent, you know, to, to summon half of his unit right. besides the board and actually still win the game without actually doing anything, essentially. Yeah. I mean, uh, last year at Crucible, um, it, this was obviously the last GHP. Uh, for duality of death, but we played that at Crucible, mm-hmm. and I was playing a Night Haunt army, and so KO oh. versus Night Haunt, they don't uh-huh. take any rend. Yeah, and so yeah. I well, essentially said, I'm gonna not go for a major victory. I'm just gonna go for uh-huh. a minor. I'm 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 just gonna control one and never lose it, and control it before he yeah. does. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully, if and, and then maybe if I get enough time, I'll swing over and try to take him off of his before the end of the game. Uh-huh. I didn't, uh-huh. but I got away with a minor victory because I just held that one. I think I parked because of the the, the rules of the time. You could park a behemoth on it or something like that, and I yeah. was able to park yeah, my so ironclad big big so, balloon, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that thing just stayed there the whole game, and I just I I I think I sniped Reichner like the first turn, and uh, and and then just. Just continued to drop shells and shells of bullets into all of his people, <laughs> and I, you know, so I squeaked away. The guy was so frustrated; he was so pissed because he, he. I think he, he was. You know what's funny though? Yeah, it, what, what he, was he's in our group, so he he told me about that game exactly. Oh, who right was after it? He got loose. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he does it. I think. I think. It's Trevor, right? I think you play against Trevor. He, uh, yeah. I remember he told me about the story, and he was like, "Oh my god, I uh, <laughs> this happened to me." And then I just lost to K on duality of death, and he was. No, I remember that day. <laughs> yeah. So you did great, though. I mean, you know that you did the perfect uh, scenario to win it, and then you know that there's some objectives that 
you know that you can't win it. And then and, and it's just getting a minor victory is a victory. That's yeah. better than losing your entire points. And, you know, so that, that that's that's obviously a better choice. Well, I'm really looking forward to getting some games in with you soon. And um, yeah, it sounds like Wednesday night's the night for uh, Space Force at uh, Mini Duels, right? Mini Duels, yeah. Or or usually, I mean, uh, Paul sometimes go out for an event or something like that. We would, you know, go to campus card games and because because they open up really late. I know you guys, you know, go there as well too on Wednesday. I heard. Yeah. Uh, the uh, they're doing a little uh, meeting engagement thing on uh, Saturday, so probably gonna ah, show up okay. there. Thousand That's point awesome. game, little. Uh, I think it's a three game tournament mm-hmm. for store credit. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you guys think about the meeting engagement? I, I haven't played it, but uh, I, I haven't played it, it yet either. Of- this will be the first time. Yeah, I'm looking. Oh, yeah. It, it sounds. It seems I like a little play. fun, you know. Thousand points. You, three. Mm-hmm. Your spearhead, your main body, and your rear guard. And it sounds. Yeah, it sounds like a fun way to play a quick game. I, I agree. I agree. It, 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 and it gets you to bring, um, you know, different units as well too. It's it's like you know, that's it, you're not abusing. It, this is the one that you can bring the same unit twice, right, or something like that. That's meaning engagement. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. I'm still, I think I'm yeah. just going to bring like Marathi. <laughs> just that. <laughs> Can you bring Marathi? She, uh, I think so. She fits in the list. She's 480 <laughs> points. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, way to go, Adam. It's supposed to be a fun game. <laughs> it's supposed to be a fun game. Though. Yeah, right. <laughs> make everybody cry. <laughs> I know. I know. It ruined the game there. <laughs> what about Warcry? Did you guys play Warcry yet? I, I love the game. It's been pretty fun. Oh, you like it. Okay, good. Then we we've been playing a lot of skirmish, just using the skirmish ah, okay. rules. Haven't gone out to get uh, Warcry yet, but yeah, if it plays like skirmish plays, it it, it looks like it's fun. I think uh, I'm probably going to give it a try soon. It, it's a little different, I would say, than skirmish, but it but it's just a whole different kind of like game, I guess. That that's what's fun about it. And you can finish it within 30 minutes, and uh, you know it, it it's I guess essentially it's like Warhammer. It, it's just there's another strategy behind it. I, I think skirmish is more narrative-ish. Yeah, these, these are meant to be more. You can actually go competitive. I guess honestly, you actually do deck builds, and then you actually could do this and that and that. You capture objective. It it, it it gets pretty, I guess, competitive. But it but it's it's a quick game. I like it. I mean, it's the fact that you can finish a game within 30, 40 minutes, and you can get two, three games per day and stuff like that. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds fun. I'm gonna um, no, 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 no. yeah yeah. The moment they released the card, I was like, oh my god, actually I have everything. So I ended up buying all the cards. I was like, oh no, what am I gonna do with this? <laughs> well, it was, uh, I think for right now, it sounds like CCG two has a a Warcry night also on Wednesdays. Oh, they do. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Might so if you're not if you're not many duels, head to CCG two if you want to play some Warcry. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, well, um, I would say a lot of the people in Mini Duels are playing Warcry too on 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 Wednesday night. I uh, I, I like I guess I gotta be honest. I'm I'm probably the only one who's also always forcing to play Age of Sigmar because <laughs> I was trying to get my games in for my practice before the tournament. And yeah, you gotta practice for the tournament. The ETC, the European Team Championship, uh, huh? is, is a really big deal, and that was uh, recent as well. Uh, what would you think yeah. it would take to make an Orlando team championship game? Ooh, you mean to bring Orlando to be part of the team, or you mean like actually? Well, first off, to have like an Orlando team championship, like just have like five man teams, 
like we, we would have to have at least like I don't know five teams. Do you think you could like we could work together? We could get five teams. Like each store has its own team. Oh, oh yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, so you're talking about like the, uh, you know, the ATC does that too, the American Team Championship. Yeah, yeah. I would like to do the same thing, but like an Orlando Team Championship. OTC. The OTC. <laughs> OTC. That would be fun. Yeah, I would. I would. I would be excited. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just. Um, yeah, we can different. I mean, it's just we can call it, you know, Space Force versus Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like this. The yeah, that works too. I mean, different gaming clubs. It's it's whoever yeah, like want to There's Coliseum. That, it'll be fun. I, yeah. I would. I, I've been always wanting to try, you know, like all those kind of team stuff because it, it's. If you heard some of the stuff that they do, you know, yeah. whether the captain actually pairs up who plays who and stuff like that, and then they do like a dice roll. They they didn't know who they're gonna play, and so they're trying to match up. You know, like different positions they're gonna match up or something like that. That that sounds really fun. I, I really want to try it out. Yeah, it'd be fun to try and do. And then, um, you know, maybe we get to a point ten years from now where there's like the American team championship is represented by like, you know, one team from each state, something like that. Oh yeah, that'll be fun too. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, right now, I guess um, I, I I knew a lot of the players from it because I I, I play them. Um, on, on a lot of the events and then um, you know they're all scattered you know, I think Bill is right in the Midwest I think he's in Michigan uh, Joe is in California I think two other guys in California or something like that but yeah, yeah they're all separated but it will be fun if we, if we could have it per state and then we'll do like like you say like the actual American team championship per state that would be really really cool yeah I think it would be amazing I mean, because they do this European team championship and they're coming from all these different countries like we can you know bring people from all over this continent you know there's uh yeah yeah i agree i i listen to can hammer a lot and they talk age of sigmar you know love to get some rivalry going throughout the throughout the whole continent mm-hmm. and, and and i love it and, and i think i guess um one thing they gotta do is is probably to track more interest is probably to have you know people like you who actually does all this kind of stuff you know like the podcast um, the interviews or, or, or the other stuff that I guess actually tell the people what's going on. And, 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 and I really, and we all really enjoy it. You know, that, that's a lot of the competitive players. Um, you know, and I, I know a lot of people who just likes to hear battle reports or, or just interviews when they're painting. So it, it's, I think the more engagement you have, you know, like the more traction is going to bring and stuff like that. And it's, I'm excited. I hope, I hope, Someone will actually have the time to do it, and we'll, we can actually all participate on it. That'll be really fun. That's exactly what we want to do. We want to we want to build up the the Central Florida community. There's been more than a couple times that I've walked into places like Sci-Fi City or Coliseum and just been huh? shopping. I've heard people asking at the counter, "Does anybody play Age of Sigmar? Is there anywhere I can go to play Age of Sigmar? When do you play Age of Sigmar?" And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is our way to try and like let's get everybody together let's you know let let everybody know that there's games happening you know when when to go to mini duels when to go to ccg2 how to get a hold of people you know we've got the uh-huh. orlando facebook page and anybody that wants to message us we and we can redirect people to ccg2 uh and that uh-huh. that gaming group and then the coliseum of comics miniature gaming group but we we have so many people talented people and exciting fun people they want to play let's let's build that community play some games yeah and, and yeah. i love it yeah thanks for that by the way that's it, it, you know it, it, it's been growing lately and then it's it, 
it takes people like you guys, you know, to really dedicate your time doing all this, you know, fun podcasts, fun battle reports, and actually telling people that that's where we play and all stuff like that. Because I remember back in the days, you know, we used to have a good, solid amount of people. And uh, there's a guy from England. I guess his name is Max. You know, he's his, uh, he's retired. But uh, basically, all he does is, is you know, he, when he's retired, he play Warhammer. So he would sit down on a Thursday, and I guess essentially he was becoming a symbol of our Sigma group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny to say, but, you know, he's actually the one who's actually, oh, uh, we play Age of Sigma on Thursday on Warhammer Winter Park, and then we actually build a community out of it. Yeah. And sadly, I guess when he left, it, it's, we, we kind of lost that guy who's, who's always there. The anchor. Who's always you know, giving mm-hmm. all the intros and telling the people how to play and stuff like that. I think and he was we, a daughter. Really growing it back. I think he was a Daughters of Cain player, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. You remember? He's, yeah, he was playing uh, Dark Elves. <laughs> or Dark Elves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do remember. Did you met him before? Well, um, the first year that Adam and I Play, yeah, was it him. was that the yeah. first year that we played it, yeah we did the team we did the uh, team, team tournament, tournament at crucible and we played mm-hmm. uh we played the 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 winter park warhammer team yeah, which was, was him yes. and jason oh yeah. i remember remember okay, okay okay yeah and they were they were playing fire slayers and uh like a darkling covens list and we were playing uh oh he's playing with jason i remember that yeah okay, i remember, remember that yeah yeah I think we were playing uh, Daughters of Cain. Yep. And uh dis- or uh, Ironwell dispossessed kind of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's fun. So, yeah, it was a fun matchup too cuz it was elves and dwarves versus elves and dwarves. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was like a catacorn oh, yeah, thing yeah, yeah. too. The way I, we deployed. I remember deployed. him telling me that story actually. It's like I, I, I play a guy I was like, "Oh, that was you." Yep. <laughs> That's funny actually. Yeah. Um, That's when I painfully that learned was, uh, that you could ago? Three years ago, um, yeah, that's three years ago. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, will it be four years at this next crucible. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I was playing Fire Slayers that year. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I, I have a game set up for tomorrow. I'm going to do a battle report with Chris. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so we're going to play at Sci-Fi, and okay. uh, I think he's bringing his corn army. Um, I was going to try to finish yeah. my Legion's army. Um, I don't know if I'll have them finished painted by then. I, I, I got a little bit left to do, so I might be bringing my KO. You got any? Uh, <laughs> you got any tips for me against Chris? You got any? Uh... Oh man, I, I would say um, he's one of the reason why I, I become better at Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> he's a. Uh... One of the most formidable players. <laughs> he crushed a lot of my list. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 also, also one thing, he, he probably wants to hear this, but uh, he was the reason why I switched from Legion of Grief to uh, Slanesh. <laughs> he was? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, literally, I uh, we, we played on, on one of the Carnage events, and, and if anyone doesn't know what Carnage is, it, it's um, one of the Crucible qualifiers. So if you win Carnage, you get a free ticket to Crucible. Uh-huh. And uh, I think it was final, so it was me playing with him, and uh, I felt like I did everything correctly, and then I, I didn't do any mistakes, and um, I still lost that game. I, I tried all my best, and uh, I felt like I'm I'm always on the losing seat. It, it's just I, I have to wait for him to make mistakes. And then at that point, I was like, man, I'm so stupid. What I played this list? <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, after I lost that game, I switched to Slanesh. And, you know, it's right after I switched to Ness, I, I play Chris again. Hey, Chris, why don't we play the same army? And then, but I'm playing Snesh nowadays. 
And and again, it, it's literally with, with Sanash, I, I felt like I'm always in the winning seat. It it, it 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 takes my mistakes for me to lose the game. And and every time I got a double turn, it, it's almost guaranteed that I win the game. So yeah. at that point, I was like, oh, holy shit! I guess I've, I've been playing the wrong army. <laughs> <laughs> You make it sound so, like, uh, you know, oh, I'm playing Slanesh nowadays. You make it sound like it's been years. Like, oh, I used to. <laughs> that was like oh, back, three weeks uh, right. well, back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two days ago, I was playing Griefs, but now I'm playing Slanesh. So. Way back then. Yep. Way back then, which is like a month ago, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, it was about a month and a half ago. <laughs> but you've, uh, yeah, but 20 but, uh, games ago. With your yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's it's the army's not super complicated. I would say. I mean, it, it's not like um, KOs or daughters where you have a lot of moving parts with different stuff. It, it's just you come, you go, smash, you win. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's, that's what the army's about. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I love Chris's army. His army's beautifully painted. It's probably one of the best players I've ever played. And then you know, you'll have a really fun game. Yeah, uh, that that's what I'm hoping. I know it'll be fun. And it'll be great to just get the armies on camera, and then whatever mm-hmm. happens after that happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then um, you're gonna bring all the setup then to sci-fi, or that's a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, I think they've got some like uh, uh, our setup's not too bad. I mean, it'll just be ah. you know, bringing my camera gear and stuff like that, so it'll be good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and then they have some nice trains to it. But that's, yeah, sci-fi is always memorable because that's where. Me and Chris play like every other day or every other week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, so to go places inside mini duels. Yep. it's our second space force base. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, then after that, we got to get you, you on the show too. Doing a battle report. Oh yeah, you're right. I guess we're we're, we're playing some more games. I guess when, whenever you're. Well, yeah. Whenever you finish off, Chris. All right. We'll finish out. Yeah, let me let me brush Chris aside, and then uh, then you bring that Slanesh army, and let's see what happens. Uh, what what army do you want to play? I, I'll, uh, I'll bring out all the stuff you want. All right, the worst list you can put together. How about? <laughs> well, hey, I, I really want to play my Seraphon. It, it's one of my first army that I painted. It's uh, it's also one of the actual armies that I actually painted like. Like with with the amount of time and care that I'm supposed to paint my army with, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I really want to bust up my dread sorry in one of these days. That, that, that's <laughs> all right. Yeah, I always love it when when I can play it. Yeah, Particularly, I think we got to do it. Yeah, if you've got stuff you really want to show off for the camera too, show off your your painting talent. That's a great idea. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, um, I'm, I'm going to say I'm, I'm not as good as the other painters, but it's it's like I paint fast. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my best skills. <laughs> so speaking of painting talent, are you uh, you still doing your commission painting stuff? I do. I do. Um, so I'm mini marketing stuff, people. <laughs> yeah. I, I have my own channel. I have, I have a own miniature page painting. It's called Magnus Miniatures. And uh, I don't know what it means, essentially, but I, I think it looks cool. <laughs> my brother did design logo for me, but um, essentially I I guess what my goal is is um, I don't really charge as much as other painters because you know obviously I'm not a professional painter, but my goal is to have you know everyone's army painted. So so my whole deal is I, I paint at, at the you know like a low cost budget price as fast as I could. You know I, I'm obviously I have a full time job, but I try to you know accommodate people's painting. Typically, most of my clients were trying to rush up before tournaments. So you know like my right. my goal really is you know like to have their army fully painted before a tournament and then you know they would actually get the whole scores for their painting and you know it still look really good and and then that's actually i guess 
uh, part of my goals doing Magnus miniatures. And then the other funny part is it's, you know, um, I did Flanesh because <laughs> this is funny to say, but I painted three keepers before I built my Flanesh. So essentially I painted what, seven, six keepers back to back. And, and, uh, and, and then that's how I got inspired with my Flanesh essentially. Yeah. So you've definitely had your practice on keepers. Yep. Yep. I did. I, I painted three of them before I, I spent <laughs> weeks trying to figure out what, what color or like what color scenes that I want to have. And essentially that three keepers are, are, are basically not really a copy paste. I don't have you seen my keepers yet, but um, all of them are converted. But the color scheme kind of matched up with, with what I really, with what I painted with my commissional painting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. I, I, have, a, I have an Instagram page. Um, sometimes I would open up my Facebook, but not as much. I, I, I do mostly on, on Instagram. Okay. And uh, most people just message me directly and then, you know, you just go usually from there. Is there, so it's Magnus Miniatures on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Is there any other way you want people to get a hold of you if they have any questions or if they want to try to find you to play some games? Typically just give out, you know, name cards, hand cards, something like that. But it's, it's you can reach me anywhere. You can message me on Facebook since, you know, you know my name. I'm William Charlie, <laughs> William Frederick. Um, and, and Magnus Miniatures, you can Instagram, you know, direct message me and then I'll, I'll reply as soon as possible. Some people prefer email. I put my emails there too. And then, you know, you can always reach my phone number. I put my phone number there too. So it's, it's any way your preferred method is. It's, it's, I had some guy actually find me through eBay. He actually found yeah. my stores and he was like, hey, uh, were you actually Magnus Miniature? I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And then he was like, can I buy this model and make you paint it for me? And then I was like, sure, why not? It, it, <laughs> it, it's any other, you know, chances you can contact me. I'm, I'm always open and, and, you know, always there. Awesome. That's, that's, that's great. I think it's, uh, I think it's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like I'm, I need to, uh, put in an order. <laughs> I got a lot to paint. I well, thank you. I really appreciate it. I, I think I did drop some cards on, um, uh, I think CCG two. I, I think I, I put in one of my, uh, naming cards like that. Um, some people, I think from Warhammer Winter Park actually, um, handed out some of my business cards for them. So hopefully oh, nice. I'll get some names and stuff like that. But you know, People typically have their own favorite painters and stuff like that. It's a little hard before I actually met the person. But, you know, once, once you met me, I hope you like me, and then hopefully you'll, you'll give me some commission painting. <laughs> so what's the win ratio? Like like when people get models painted by you, does their win ratio increase? Do they? Uh, does, it, does it get better? <laughs> well, I, I, I do wish they do win every time I painted them, but <laughs> I, I, I should figure that out, actually. But, um... <laughs> well, let, let's just well, say it's it, good. Let's just say when they get <laughs> when they get models painted by you, their win ratio is good. I, I hope it doubles up, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're at least going to get their paint scores. I know the guy that I painted before in a 40k, and he won that tournament. So hopefully, that's that's a good blessing for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, 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 it's it's various. I mean, I, I would say it, it, it's different people and stuff like that. It, it's I, I would say like the majority of the stuff that I painted last year was. All 40k. It, it's it's a majority. Um, I like what I like to say to people is I love painting like big models. So I really love painting like centerpiece models. So a lot of people that you know like they, they paint they like to paint the mini the miniature like the small uh, infantry dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know stuff like that you can get it for cheap anywhere else. But you know like the, with the big models they told me it's like hey um, you charge pretty you know it, it's a reasonable price at, at the bigger centerpiece model and I could get to paint them really fast. So so that's usually what I paint for them. And the centerpiece models are necessarily always the competitive one. So I would say a lot of the stuff that I painted never really gets played. 
Well, hopefully, if, if they play Sigmar, I can crush them on the tournament. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's totally awesome. Nice. Mm-hmm. It, it's been great having you on. Thanks back. Thanks for hey. coming back on the show again. Uh, and All congratulations. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Good job. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, seriously, congratulations. Thanks for bringing it home to Orlando. Yeah. Thanks, man. I, I uh, Have you seen the trophy? I saw the picture, and I'm going to make sure I post the picture and share it. We'll have it, uh, I, uh, links I to it. I really hope they, they did like you know a better job of doing the trophy. It, 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 if you look at it from close, it, it looks pretty beat up. <laughs> I, was, I was close to actually recasting the trophy and made it my own. <laughs> did you really? Or are you thinking about it? Yeah, because... Uh, I was thinking about it. Do you have Do you have anyone who does three D printing? Uh, I know some people that might be able to help you. Yeah, I, I asked them, and they're like, "Well, we don't do the design." I was, I was just trying to find someone who can just uh, <laughs> make make a make a copy of it and just redo it because it's just. I, I think when GW gave it, it, it's like a it's not really a resin, but it, but it's more like a like a not a polystyrene either. It, it, it's really sticky, and then oh. uh, I, I know when when they send it, it's unpainted. So, you know, I mean, obviously they don't really have much time painting it. So it's just really spray painted gold with some plate on it. And then I really wish it looked a little better, but that's why I want to try to recast and do it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, let, let's put put out the call. Anybody who's listening to this that knows uh, how yeah. to help us recreate this uh, trophy, please get in touch. Recast my trophy. Maybe I can make a second one for my last year. Um, <laughs> for <an event>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Should have won. I was serious on that, by the way. Last year when I didn't win, I was like, oh, maybe I should make my own trophy. And then <laughs> maybe, maybe you should have found someone to commission to paint your army for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that'll be ace. <laughs> I'll be waiting. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you again. Anytime. Always a pleasure. Yeah. And we're going to really have fun talking to you guys. Yeah, and we're definitely going to get a game in soon. Yes. Yep. Definitely. Let me know. What, what do the Slanesh players say when they just won the Nova Open? <laughs> uh, uh, I, I don't know, actually. <laughs> well, they, uh, well, see, I'm, I'm not really considered a Slanesh player, but right? oh. considering I never really played them an actual tournament, and I, I started picking them <laughs> three weeks ago. <laughs> how about, uh, uh, how about uh, what would an orc say when they just won the Nova Open? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, that's just probably more, you know, all, all the titties. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an episode of Warlando. If you want to get a hold of us, you can find me, Adam, as Warlando77 on Twitter and Warlando on Instagram. Orlando Mark is Orlando Mark on Twitter and Instagram, and Nicholas is Orlando Nicholas on Twitter and Instagram. If you're enjoying the show, consider going and buying a t-shirt at Teespring, or go over to Ko-Fi, where you can buy us a coffee, or better yet, a beer. Let us know what you think of the show, let us know what you want us to talk about, or what else we could be doing to entertain you. Thanks a lot for listening. 